interpretation of what we see on the news is accurate. Yeah. Um, so if we see two contradictory reports, um, we start to get very distrustful. Actually, my experience with the media, the sort of limited amount of involvement in news media I've had through other things, is they get things wrong all the time. Yeah. And there isn't, it, 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 you don't need, again, you don't need a conspiracy theory to, to explain why there are these contradictions. For example, the, um, the John Charles de Menezes case. Mm -hmm. When that came out, there were like six different stories of what was seen and what was done, and the people saying, "Oh, well, you know, there were wires coming out of his pocket," and, um, and and then someone else said that they saw him jump the barriers. Um, and I think the, the impression that came across in that case was actually just eyewitness testimony can be incredibly unreliable. People mm -hmm. remember things differently. People um, put a different interpretation, especially when things are happening very, very quickly. And I think that actually explains a lot of these contradictions. Um, sufficiently because one of the things that uh, I know has happened to you yes and has happened to me in the past is that you end up if you oppose these ideas absolutely you end up being accused of being part of the conspiracy yourself I mean are, are you part of the conspiracy all right I, I, I have to own up I, I am actually I've been sent by the is that right the, by the, the lizards, <laughs> the lizards are, yeah. are controlling but I, I mean it's what's funny is you're, you're absolutely right it does it does um, it does often come down to that and it um, obviously, obviously, it, it, in a sense, it discredits them. I've been accused of being a stooge for the asbestos removals industry. Right. By uh, this one particular conspiracy theory I look at in the book. Um, this is actually a Sunday Telegraph columnist is absolutely convinced that white asbestos is harmless mm -hmm. and that it's been demonised by French and Belgian manufacturers of asbestos substitute products. And in disagreeing with him, his, his many followers on the Sunday Telegraph website have, have, have basically said that I must be a stooge, I must be in the pay of yeah. these people. Why else would I disagree with him? Well, one of the interesting things about the book is you came up with uh, different ways of spotting yes. a conspiracy theory. And one of the things that I remember from the book uh, is that you were talking about how someone who's a conspiracy theorist will often attack yes. the person themselves rather than the argument. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, Absolutely. Um, the, the, there is this element of um, trying to t t take you on and, and, and basically ridicule you as a person because mm. you don't share the view and also jumping to uh, assuming malice uh, rather than just somebody has a different opinion. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, if you don't choose my, to believe my particular conspiracy theory about the flat earth, yeah. Um, reality or whatever I'm, I'm trying to convince you of, obviously you, that you must have an interest. It couldn't just be that we have a difference of opinion. So there's that attribution of motivations that A, um, probably aren't there, but B, how would I know anyway? Mm. I think conspiracy theories often sort of almost think that they're mind readers and, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll kind of give the motive where, you know, basically we just don't know. And I think one of the conclusions I came to is that it's a lot easier to point out where you think someone's going wrong than to actually explain what's going on psychologically because the bottom line is we don't know. Hmm. One of the things that fascinated me about the book and made me actually laugh out loud as well is you put forward Tony Blair yes. as a conspiracy theorist. Do you want to explain that? Absolutely. Um, I remember back in 2002-2003 back in, um, when we were being asked to believe this theory that the Iraqi government secretly was plotting to give weapons of mass destruction to terrorists and there were also these claims that they had links to al-Qaeda um, and that also that Iraq was behind the September 11th attacks. These were all accusations of, of, a, of, a, of a dark evil plan 
um, that was being covered up. And however much there were, however many times the UN went and looked for evidence, um, the governments wouldn't accept that there was just no proof. Mm. Um, and if you, if you break it down, it's not that dissimilar to um, the kind of people who sit around, you know, in their, in their bedrooms typing stuff on blogs in the sense that there was no evidence and they were making excuses for the evidence not being there. Mm. Uh, even to the point where we had um, Donald Rumsfeld making, making this brilliant statement, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, which is word for word a catchphrase of a lot of the UFO conspiracies. That's theorists. a UFO believer mantra. It yeah, is. And, 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 and we have Donald Rumsfeld coming out. So I think one of the other things I came, came to in the book is conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theory, that tendency to come up with paranoid ideas without particularly strong evidence, which is more or less my, my sort of working definition. It's, it, it's there in every, all of us probably to some extent, and it's certainly there in politicians. And actually, it's when governments embrace conspiracy theorists that we really get into trouble. Because one of the reasons that I uh, am so fascinated by conspiracy theory, and one of the reasons that...